Alrighty then. Welcome back, everybody, to the to the We Miss Sports podcast. You know, at some point, we really got to change that name. It makes no fundamental sense. Well, in this case, we are missing the sports that aren't happening. So baseball is not happening. And That's we fair. That. That's fair. Yeah. Um, although and football, I guess, but football is just naturally missing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. It, I kind of like this time of year, though. There's nothing but basketball on. Um, obviously, some other sports, I think, but mostly basketball. Yeah, F1's coming back. That's that's on my mind. Well, the documentary is dropping next week. Yeah, no, two uh, days. tomorrow. Two, two, what's the, today? The eleventh. Today's, Today's the ninth. The ninth. So oh shit. The eleventh. But anyways, yeah, we got some some solid stuff. Um, I just remembered I didn't bring you over the ground beef. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, you know, I'll, I mean, I'll live without it. No, I know. I made a lot of keep, ground keep beef. Keep it for yourself. But well, did you use the whole package? I did. It was one of those ones that's like a. I'm sure you know. You're you're no. You're a grocery store veteran. It's one of the ones that's like a uh, square. Oh, it's like a brick. A brick. A brick yeah. of ground beef. Yeah. Those always freak me out. Yeah. I know they're perfectly fine. Well, I got but it something on of it being built so compact. I got it on Getter. Weird. Oh, Getter. Yeah. yeah. Um, not gonna give them free advertising here, but but. It's interesting. I never thought I'd see the day where 15-minute delivery came to Boston. No, Not even yeah. like we live in the city. We I, live, dude, I, I, I look out my window all the time, and I see the little getter guys riding around on the bikes. It's like a meme. There's, there's no way they make money. I mean, maybe they do, but I, I could go on a rant about them. Final point. They make you log in every time you go on the app. Every single time. Terrible. Like, come on. What's up with that? What's up with that? Yeah. All right. But what, um, what, do, what do we got? Yeah, I don't know. So, so A Rod has been throwing some money around at some different companies, um, and he uh, bolted, right? No, that's, oh, that's Jeter. Jeter. That's yeah. Jeter. Yeah. Um, a the other A Rod, Aaron Rodgers, got paid. Russell Wilson got traded. Um, couple NFL moves. Um, Calvin Ridley um, doing some some gambling. Lost the whole season. We'll talk about that. Um, plenty of basketball news. Um, March Madness coming up. A lot of conference uh, titles. Yeah, conference to tournaments are going on this week. Selection Sunday, I think, is Sunday. Um, think if I'm so. not mistaken. Um, so that's exciting. I fucking love March Madness so much. Yeah, I mean, so far in terms of automatic bids, uh, the Big South. Shout out to Longwood. That's their first appearance in the tournament ever. Uh, Loyola, Chicago, making it Back again. Back again. Yep, out of the Missouri Valley. Uh, Murray State. Well, you know, uh, quick comment. Uh, Loyola Chicago's coming to the A10. I don't know if you knew that. I, I think that wasn't that announced a couple years back. I think it was announced at the end of like last year, and oh. it goes into effect next year. Hell yeah! Do they have a track team? Who knows? Yeah, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Well, that's uh, another team we're gonna beat. Um, but Murray State, that's John Morant's alma mater. They're in again. Uh, Chattanooga, out of Southern. Matt and McCall's. Then- uh, yeah, that's where he, he came from, yeah. And then Georgia State out of the Sun Belt. And then I imagine all these other ones should be determined today, tomorrow, Friday. Yeah, plenty yeah. of – plenty of. Con- I, was watch- I was at the gym. I saw the ACC tournament was on, Wake yeah. Forest, BC. Apparently Wake Forest is pretty good this year. Um, but, yeah, where, where should we start? Let's start – well, the first thing we got to talk about is that we posted a video the other day, and some guy pointed out in the comments, he was like, I didn't realize Giannis followed you guys. So I'm like, is that real? No way. I look up Giannis on TikTok because we don't follow him. He followed us first. Um, and it says, follow back. And I'm like, sure. Wow. You know, I'd love to know how he, he came across it. But um, Giannis, you know, we're, we're not going um, to hype it up. But, you know, I'm sure he, he enjoys the laughs. No, at, yeah. At the very least. Real-time sports is one of 36 TikTok pages that Giannis Antetokounmpo follows. Hey, we'll take it. 
You got to take our, our dubs we're, where we can. We're just going to pretend he's in the locker room showing it to everybody. No, exactly. Yeah. He's showing it to, to his brother, yeah. or, <laughs> Chris or, Middleton. Or Sneaky, he listens to the pod and makes it to the end. We're like, hey, you know, we just want to shout out everybody who makes it to the end. Uh, you know, shout out Giannis. But. Oh, he listens. Man, he, and he's on the app under some uh, alias. Yeah. Well, well since we're, we're on the NBA, and I think there's a, a number of um, basketball things to talk about, but... Um, just to bring it slightly back to college basketball, it's a weird story um, that I figured may as well just get out of the way. So IUPUI, uh, colloquially known as Uwe Pui, um, just found out today it's a joint People college. are going to come for you in the, in the comments. The, well, <laughs> th- this, this one is fair if they come. For, I mean, I don't know who would have known this, but apparently it's Indiana University and Purdue there's like a, it's like a joint college. Either way, Uwe Pui, as it's known, um, shout out to their women's team making it to the NCAA tournament for the first time. Um, but on the other hand, not even a but, on the other hand, in general, their men's team um, only is playing with six people on their team. And so I had heard this the other night from one of my roommates, and I finally dug into it today. Apparently, they just had a number of maybe incidents, injuries, whatever, uh, and previously had a fully stocked team. In fact, 22 of their first game, they've only played 29 games, like 3 and 26. Their first 22 games, they played with 15 people, like whatever. And then as of late, they've only been playing games with six people on their team. I, I don't even know how to react to that. Like, what was the... What what drove them away? What drove the guys away? That many of them midseason since January twenty second. So that's what now f- eight no five six weeks. Yeah, yeah. It's so, a long time ago. I can't believe it's already fucking March. Well, dude. you know, we know nothing of the details. So if anybody does know the details, let us know. But what I will say is, shout out to those guys, huh? Sticking it out. Real, either they're goody two shoes or they they're uh, putting up a valiant effort. You've got to wonder if those six guys are like if those that was like the core, yeah. Where they lost the core, now you got the bottom six this, guys on the bench yeah. <laughs> starting all these this, games. This is the new core. The, the best players were like, we no longer want to play for Ooey Pooey. We want to go elsewhere. What's their mascot? Do you know? Oh, no, man. This is what they'll roast me for. Maybe I should know this. Uh, this just shows how much research is really done on this show. But let's see. I-U-P-U-I. Jags. Okay. Ja- I did Ooey Pooey Jags. Yeah, Jaguars. Yep. Um, Ooey Pooey. But. Um, and they have what, like two wins on the season? Three. Um, All right. Yeah. But that's it for college ball. You know, I think obviously there'll be more college ball featured on this show as, as time goes on. Well, um, you know, Coach K's last game. Yeah, well. we should briefly talk about that. Got they, spanked. They lost. Yeah, yeah, UNC. You kind of predicted it. Yeah. UNC came in there and brought the house down. UNC lost big last time they played. And, you know, I think they wanted to kind of spoil that. And, you know, uh, he, what, Coach K went up there and he's like, this unacceptable. You're like, come on. Yeah, dude. he said it like 10 times. Yeah, it's like, like, get over like, it. No, yeah, no, nobody cares. Come on. <laughs> like, People lose games. Enjoy your your last game. Right? Be be normal for a second. But yeah. um, I will say, you know, it is crazy how old he is. He doesn't look. He doesn't look old at all. All those guys, they're like they like don't age. I'm calling hair dye. His hair is very black. I'm calling hair dye. Incredible supplements and a healthy living routine. I bet he walks. You know, he gets in his ten thousand steps. I'm sure. Yeah, no doubt. That's not a guy who sits around. I would agree. I, I bet he has a standing desk. Um, no, as everybody should. Yeah. You should be able to, to switch it up. You know, my buddy, uh, Jake, actually, just got a second, uh, or he just got a standing desk, but it's his second desk. And I'm like, wow, maybe that's the move, is you should get a second standing desk. It's not meant to be replaced for the regular desk. You just add it to your desk oh, repertoire. Oh, so he has a desk and a standing desk. Yeah. That seems ridiculous. It seems redundant, surely. Because most standing desks Are also can just go up go and up, down. Yeah. They they have the ergonomics. Thing. Yeah. Well, now you put it like that. It is quite redundant. 
It takes up a lot of space in a room. And we don't have much space to begin with. It's an interesting move. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's just temporarily... Maybe he'll see the flaw in it eventually. Yeah, C, C minus overall. C minus overall. Um, but another thing that's interesting, college basketball. So obviously the tournament's coming up. And Yahoo, given the whole NIL thing, they just signed or they reached agreement with two of the best players in college basketball. So Chet Holmgren on Gonzaga and um, Paolo, Paolo Banchero yeah. on Duke. They're basically signed a deal with them to promote Yahoo's bracket challenge. Um, and all that on social, but they're also going to, like, follow specifically their journeys and do a lot of content on them throughout the tournament. That's something new, I guess, um, as of this year, you can do that. So what are the – that's on, like, their socials? Or, like, the players' well, own socials? The, the or players are going to promote Yahoo's bracket thing on their socials, oh, but okay. I think Yahoo – is going to do a lot of content revolving around these two players specifically. I feel like, um, I don't know if we talked about this on the pod, but more or less, NIL hasn't really been a win for these brands. I think, like, obviously, shout out to the players getting to the bag. Uh, no complaints from me. You know, I w- wish I was getting to the bag. But um, what's it called? It doesn't seem like it's great ROI for the brands, more or less. Yeah, I think I think it was a kind of a, not a money grab at the jump, but I yeah. think they're quickly realizing that, like, a lot of these college kids really just want to make some money. Yeah. And they have no real incentive to actually do anything for your brand. Yeah. They just want to have fun, play sports. Have fun, make some money, get some free stuff. Yeah. But all the power to them. Um, but Gonzaga, overwhelming favorite. I think we might have said this last time. They are they are overwhelmingly the favorite again. They're damn good. Especially when you watch them play. I was watching a couple they, of their They play some games. damn good basketball. They play some damn good basketball. And they're considerably better than most of the teams in their conference. So it's just it, it kind of adds to their allure. You I know? couldn't believe they lost last year to Baylor. That was quite disappointing. I really wanted to see the undefeated season. Yeah. Which, I mean, maybe they do it this year. I mean, obviously, I think they've won or they've lost already two or three games. I forget what their record is. But um, I'm kind of rooting for them, honestly. Yeah. And for the UMass women's basketball team. Yeah, go you. Yeah. They they clinch a tourney spot. Meanwhile, the men, you know, I guess they're playing the A ten tournament this weekend. So well maybe maybe week, they we'll make see. it all the way. But let's why don't we talk football and then make our way back to the NBA, huh? Yeah, let's let's go to football really quick. Um so first, let's talk Aaron Rodgers. I know there's some details that have come out potentially around his contract that were like rumors, but yeah, now because he came out and tweeted that uh he, one, he hasn't signed a contract yet, um, but two, he is coming back to the Packers, but the terms that, that have come out of like the four-year 200 mil, apparently he's saying aren't true. I mean, those numbers are ridiculous. That would be absurd, yeah. Dude, $153 million guaranteed would be unheard of. Yeah, that's astronomical. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I mean, I imagine, I don't even know what, I imagine his deal will end up being like 30, 35 mil or something like that. Total? Or guaranteed? No, a year. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. Because 50 is absurd. nuts. Yeah. I mean, the, the salary cap for an NFL roster is like I'm I'm almost under of the 200. belief that the NFL salary cap is a facade. I almost don't think it's a real thing. Well, I think it's something we claim is real, but doesn't really I exist. I think you can maneuver it quite easily yeah. depending on how you guarantee money because guarantees don't go into the cap. Yeah. Oh, guarantees don't go into the cap. Yeah. How does that make sense? I have no idea. Yeah. So That's true? I think. So why would it, I don't get it. How do, what do you call the cap then? Like, obviously, there's cap hits. Any ga- non-guaranteed money goes against the cap. Only non-guaranteed money goes against the cap. Yeah. That seems very backwards. That, that, that's, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty, I'm like, I'm okay. I'm not pretty confident. Well, I'm, I'm not, like not, not going to fact check you here, but I, I would presume that that doesn't make sense. But, you know, maybe. Um, 
Regardless, though, in other news, I guess the trade market's been rather hot. Uh, Russell Wilson going to Denver? Yeah, in a big trade. I thought, I mean, I'm dumb. I thought it was just a free agent thing, but yeah, it was, yeah he got traded. Drew Locke, going to be the Seahawks savior, I think. You know what's funny? I don't even know how funny this is, but every time I think of Drew Locke, I think not a single football highlight, not a single thing of him on the thing. I just think about when he's sitting on the bench and he's rapping along to, like, Jeezy. That's, like, really put Drew Locke on the map as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, he started one season, what, before they got Teddy Bridgewater? And yeah. his one season was not a... Anything really to write home about. It's kind of like um, how Baker Mayfield is uh, like more known for commercials, really, than winning, ultimately. That's kind of how Drew Locke is in my head. He's more known for knowing rap lyrics. But yeah. maybe, you know, change of scenery. Yeah, you know, I've kind of, I, feel for the, I feel for Seattle fans, but I think they, I think they saw it coming. Well, they got rid of, is it Wagner, too? Yeah, they got rid of Bobby Wagner. Yeah. I think they're firmly going into rebuild mood. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if Pete Carroll calls it quits sometime soon as well. well he is damn old, too. You know, that's, it's great because there should be a basketball team there coming soon for them and to root they, for. And they got the Kraken. Yeah, and they got the Kraken. Um, and then this is, this is I, I guess, since we're talking about the Broncos, um, I, this is news to me. I can't verify this really at all, but apparently um, Antonio Brown and Kanye – Excuse me, not to this uh, pop culture pod, but obviously, you know, we, we got to report the news. That's what we do. A.B. and Kanye are trying to put together a serious bid to buy the Broncos. Dude, it's not A.B. A.B. <laughs> is broke. Okay, he's not broke. <laughs> but there's no way his net worth is any more than maybe 10 or 15 mil. No. Yeah. And so it's really just Kanye. Yeah. With A.B. in his ear. Yeah, with A.B. pushing him to do it. Yeah, he's like, you want real power? You got to... You got to buy an NFL team. Well, what? well everybody's scrambling to buy a, like the Broncos. It's like a hot sale. Who's yeah. selling the Broncos? Whoever previously owned it. Why are they selling them? Yeah. Why not? Cash out? I, For some I, reason, I thought or Elway's just the GM. He's not a part owner. I could have sworn Elway was a part owner in it. Uh, I don't know. I think he's just maybe the GM. But, I mean, what? Because they didn't they form Donda Sports Group? Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe here's their, uh, their first foray. Well, you know... If anything, if you know, well, because that's the thing with the NFL is all the owners have to agree on who on who buys, buys it. That's oh. why Donald Trump doesn't have a team. Oh. Donald Trump tried so hard mm. to buy an NFL team, but they never it's, let it's him. And that's unanimous, why, and that's why he started the XFL. XFL. Oh, um, that's kind of a, a crap rule. Well, I mean, if you like, I don't know, if you agree on who comes in, they, 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 they want to work with who they want to work with. That's a little shady, um, right there. So you know. <laughs> Imagine if uh, they approve Kanye, they don't approve Bezos. I mean, like I said, it's an old boys club and, and they ain't in it. But I guess in, in others, uh, um, what's it called? Sports team purchasing news. Um, obviously not necessarily uh, super, I mean, probably very big news for a lot of people. But Chelsea, uh, you know, the, the football team in uh, England football. is up for sale. Um, like reportedly, you know, owned by like a essentially Russian billionaire, and you know, he, hot water with uh, that he needs to cash out. Yeah, so he's you know putting the team up for sale, trying to save some face, and apparently there's a mad dash uh, to try to get in on it. You know what? What they're thinking about for a bid? It's got to be. It's got to be expensive. Billions. Yeah, several I, I upwards of ten. Probably. I haven't seen a number floated, but it's got to be damn pricey. There's, so there's Woody Johnson of the Jets who's interested in buying it. Tom Ricketts who owns the Cubs or part of the group that owns the Cubs is interested. 
Vivek Ranadive, Ranadive, who own Sack Kings, and then the uh, Todd Bowley of the Dodgers. So there's a bunch of U.S. owners who are trying to get in on this. Team. Dude, that'd be so cool to be buying sports and like, yeah, I already own the Dodgers, but Chelsea's on the market. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that must be so cool. And you know, these opportunities don't come uh, all the time. That being said, I mean, I don't imagine that it's big business. I really don't. What do you mean? Like owning some of these teams, like at least for. My understanding of how soccer works globally, it's not really that much of a big money investment. Yeah, you're not making that Be- much because money. You're, because you're obviously the players are getting a lot of money. Like It's possible, although for Chelsea, I suppose, unlikely. You could be demoted. Well, like it's, it's, the way the money works is much different. I think they essentially just buy it as like an appreciating asset. Yeah. Because you really only make all your money on if and when you sell the team. Presumably, yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, the, this guy's probably making a pretty penny compared to what he bought it for. Oh, yeah. yeah assuming he's owned it for at least five, ten years. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to go up. It's like a fact. Well, let's let's talk about the big news in um, football. Or I wouldn't say big news, but at least the, the thing that I think we might have the most to chat about is... Uh, so, Calvin Ridley, there's a lot of trade rumors about him during the season. Well, they were saying he, before this broke that, he, that the New England was looking at him. Which I'm sure... Uh, you know, New England haters around the country were licking their chops at that one. You know, any anything to to hit us while we're down. Yeah. Um. But you know, he because he didn't pl- did he play the season? He sat out about half to three quarters of the season for personal reasons. And presumably, these are the personal reasons. Oh, is that is that it? I mean, I'm just putting two and two together here. I th- no, I think it was like because it was like mom or something. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So let's let's assume that they are two different reasons or whatever, but. Um, basically what happened is I guess he got busted putting in a couple parlays on like FanDuel or DraftKings. I don't know what app it was. Um, and I think it was a total of like 1500 bucks, not that much money, but obviously it, it opens up the integrity conversation about, you know, should an athlete be able to bet? Um, I will, uh, qualify that and say he did bet on his own team to win. Is that a fact? That is a fact. He only ever bet on his own team. I also just have, like, a hard time – the whole thing just sounds a little ridiculous, right? That, like, why was he only betting 1500 bucks? Something I mean, about that doesn't really line up, you know? I mean, that's like – okay. I mean, I guess that's a lot of money on a single bet. But, like, in my mind, like, like, dude, people our age will bet that much money on a single bet, you know? But people our age are allowed to. And that clearly, he's probably not really like a gambler. Oh, you're gambler. saying he did, like, a small amount because he yeah. it's, it's not good? Yeah, I mean, I think he probably – like I don't know much about Calvin Ridley, but is he a gambler? I, I don't think so. I mean, clearly he, now he's he, he labeled says he's as one. A, a very a man of high high character. Yeah. Well, you see his tweet rants. He yeah, it, I wouldn't even call them rants. No, it was just no, like very sentences. sporadic yeah. sentences. Yeah. So Calvin Ridley, right? So I'm I'm sneaky team Ridley here, but these are his tweets. So four days ago, um. Wait, no, yeah, he stepped away uh, late October of 21 for his mental well-being. He put up a statement um, or whatever. And then four days ago, he tweeted, football is life, just with the football emoji. So good good intro. Um, and then the next tweet was just a laughing emoji. And then the day after, he tweeted, I learned from my L's. And so this, in, without context, is, you know, Solid tweets. This is how Twitter should be used. No, yeah. Short bursts of just what's on your mind. This, you know, this is classic that's what Twitter. It was meant for. Yeah, it's what it was meant for right here. So nothing out of the ordinary. Um, and then the next tweet, so these are two days ago. 
I bet 1500 total. I don't have a gambling problem. I couldn't even watch football at that point. Just gone, be more healthy when I come back. I know I was wrong, but I'm getting one year, LOL. If you know me, you know my character. So that is kind of where I'm, I'm with him. Is A year, a year suspension is absurd. Is absurd. What? That's a joke. Like, you have guys beating their wives, yeah. like doing a bunch of things that nobody should be allowed to do and get away with, and they're getting like slaps on the wrist. It makes like, no yeah, sense. Sit a couple games and come back, and then you're good to go. And this guy's getting suspended a whole year. It gets the same thing as like when Josh Gordon was losing whole seasons for smoking weed. Yeah. Like, there's guys literally kickboxing their wives. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're, and, they're getting and to play. And Ray Lewis yeah. might have killed a guy. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of questionable behavior that they let slide here. But then things like this is when they, they try to prove a lesson. Or, I mean, the same thing even with Deflategate. Yeah. Brady's losing four games for this ridiculous shit. And again, you got guys doing... It makes no sense. Like... What did Ridley really do wrong here? I mean, obviously, unpacking the statement. Should an active player be able to gamble? Probably not. But I will say an active player should maybe be able to bet on their own team if they're not playing. If they're not in the game actively and they're going to place a bet, they should only be able to bet on the team that they're on. Can an active player not bet at all? Or can you just not bet on yourself or bet on your team? I'm assuming they, I mean, similar to when, you know, we were in school, you, pr- you cannot bet at all. Illegal. Totally. Yeah, I go back and forth on this. Because in principle, it makes sense that, like, you shouldn't be able to gamble on yourself. And, I mean, they certainly shouldn't be allowed to do player props. That would be ridiculous. I mean, because hear me Spreads out Spreads feels wrong. Well, if it's, if it's this 1500 bucks, right? Like, let me try to cook up this nefarious scenario where, let's just say... Um, I'm assuming it was money line. I don't know the, the details of the ticket, but let's just say it was. Well, the sp- I also I also heard it was not one ticket. Actually, I think it was like several different. Yeah, ones. for a total of fifteen hundred, yeah. I believe. But let's just assume that it was not straight up money line. Like, just it wasn't straight up team wins. It was what was it Falcons or something like that? Yeah, Falcons. Yeah, so it's not just like Falcons win. Let's say it was like the spread. I find it very hard to believe, especially if it's several tickets, right? So let's say it's a couple hundred bucks he's putting here or there. I highly doubt he's going up to his teammates who are trying to win games and like, guys, like, make sure we win by 13 and a half. Like, I highly, highly doubt that is going on. Especially with football. Yeah. Well, dude, have you seen the Netflix documentary about the guy? um, It's like Netflix put out this, like, sport crimes series. And the first episode is about the Arizona State scandal. Where where um, headache Smith, the point guard was like taking oh, twenty. Oh, I, I heard about the story. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't see a documentary. That's a that's, um, that's a hell of a story. No, you should you should watch it. Um, but essentially, with that, he had like only one other guy on the team knew, mm. and they were basically trying to fix the game together. But in basketball, it worked because headache was the best player. He was the point he guard. He was the point guard. Yeah, he, he had the, the ball, ball in every hand, possession. Yeah. Like he could effectively dictate the game. Yeah. Um, football, like unless maybe you're the quarterback. Like, how much can you really do as a wide receiver? But again, that that doesn't mean the principle of it isn't isn't still no, there. No, yeah, and we can agree as reasonable people that athletes um, who are playing, actively participating in the sport, that they're getting paid to, you know, do well in, should probably not be able to also gamble on that. But I think the conversation does change when, one, you're not actively playing, so like you can't really influence the game except through like soft power, I don't know, telling your teammates that you have money on the yeah. game, which to me sounds unrealistic. Or then, secondly, if you're betting on your own team. like If you're going around 
betting for the other team you're playing against or, you know, whatever, then, okay, dubious behavior at best. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of team Ridley, to be honest. I, I w- mostly because I think the year is BS. I think a, I year, think a year makes no sense. Um, I would hope they bring that down. I mean, he'll surely appeal it. Yeah. Um, a year off the jump, though, like it's only at best he's going to get it down to four to eight games. If I'm the NFL Players Association, I make this my top priority. Not this in principle, because you know who who really cares at the end of the day. He he messed up. The suspension sucks, but he's, he's probably going to deal with it which way or another. But if I'm the NFL PA, I'm going to those uh, negotiations, and I'm saying you need to put out a flat tier list for punishments. Like, you can't just willy-nilly slap suspensions here, and this be a year, that be two games, that it be four. It, it like, makes no sense. There needs to be clear, and maybe, maybe there is in their operating agreements, maybe this is just the way it's structured or whatever, but... But otherwise, I mean, it, I, I, as a fan, would like some clarity. Like, if my favorite player is going to kick his dog, <laughs> I need to know it's a seven-week suspension. I need to know if he's shoplifting, he's gone two seasons. Or, Just lay it out. Or for fantasy purposes. Yeah. You got to know. You got to know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get Goodell on, on speed dial. Dude, it, it really does just uh, – a full season – Fifteen hundred bucks cost him eleven mil. That's the thing too. It's fucked up. He's not even getting paid. Yeah. And obviously these guys already make a shit ton of money, so I'm not going to advocate on the behalf of the millionaires. But what you're going to take away this guy's ability to literally make money because he's put a thousand bucks on a couple bets? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And same thing with uh, who's the P- Pete Rose? Mm-hmm. Like Pete Rose was gambling. I think Pete Rose was doing it a whole lot. Yeah, more I was going to say Calvin a lot Ridley. worse. Yeah. Um, but safe to say, Pete Rose is gambling fixation didn't affect his abilities as a baseball player he should probably still be in the hall of fame like especially too with this you know uh 2020s you know late 2010s early 2020s marriage between gambling and sports as they're they're trying to live in this reality where they're still shunning it it's like they're you know it's like it's like you go to prom or whatever and you you don't think your date's very good looking or something and it's like, you know, you're still attached by the hip. You can't hide it. It's gambling and sports. You guys are neck and neck. Stop acting like it's a taboo. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I could see it maybe. It also depends maybe where he placed the bet. Was it with a bookie? Well, was I think it, it was like, I mean, yeah, I guess I don't know the details. I'd yeah. be pretending to know. Maybe if it was a bookie, then okay. Because then, then I guess that's technically illegal activity. Yeah. But even that, you yeah. know. Well, what are know. they going to do? Slap him with wire fraud or something? I don't know. Overall makes no sense. I hope they I hope they see the light. That's that's how angry I was when I walked in here from the, the snow. I didn't even get on my snow rant because I totally forgot about it, but this this has heated me up while I'm watching it. The heaviest, biggest flakes I've ever seen falling every which way. In March. Yeah. It was where you know, it always dude, is every time it snowed this winter, it's been beautiful for the week leading up to it, and then boom, snow. Yeah. Uh ominous. But in other news, um let's let's why don't we go to the NBA, huh? Well, let's talk about uh, baseball really quick. Oh, right, right, right. Um, we, we always forget. Yeah, the, the no news continues in baseball. Well, there, there is kind of news, though. They, so they talked last night into today for hours, like 12-plus hours, I believe they talked. Um, so conversations are ongoing, but it seems they still can't agree. Is this probably it really what you're going to say? Yeah. It's ridiculous. I, I, I don't get it. Um, how so how many games have they lost? Be? They've lost two series now? I think it's more than that now because they announced that last week. Oh, yeah. I think in every day that goes by, they're losing. You're games. effectively losing. So games. now, how many games? Of, what's their season usually it's like? One sixty like something. Series now. 
So now I'm looking at like 150, 140. Mm. I mean, not to mention too, like, excuse me, if they came to an agreement, you'd think they'd just start playing? They just well, they honor would effectively the go into spring training because mm. the season doesn't actually start until April. So, like, but you have to give the players a certain amount of like spring training time, I assume. Yeah, but not like uh, football during the COVID season where they threw them out there, hit each no, other. I think that's what they did with MLB too in the COVID mm. season. But Derek Jeter, um, now formally CEO of the Marlins, was he CEO? He was CEO, part owner and oh, CEO. Yeah. Um, he's decided to leave, and he's outwardly citing that the <laughs> he said the organization and the ownership was not willing to invest capital into a winning team. And I mean, they ha- they've been historically bad for a long. And that's time. been a thing for a long time. Yeah. It's like that's the thing. It's like the Marlins continuously put out an average lineup, and they're content to just make money on the revenue share. Can you blame them? I guess you can't, but like, why even? Why? Why even compete? It hurts. The, it hurts why, the fans. Why you know? are you there? Yeah. Why even show up? You just built this brand new stadium twelve years why, ago. Why attach your name to that? I'm I'm Team Jeter there. Maybe he should get in um, on the Red Sox or Fenway Sports Group. Dude, the, the, they're pumping out winners. Yeah. But the the Marlins too. They're historically a winning franchise. Yeah. It's just this past like 10, 12 years. Has there been a change no of ownership or something, or not really? I don't know. Yeah. But. Um, I think they they won the World Series in '03, mm. and then from then on, it's been a consistent lack of effort. Mm. Well, speaking of '03, um, it's funny people who listen to this probably think we're a King James pod. We're not, um, but the Cavs are good. Yeah, so the Cavs have their first winning season without LeBron since '97, '98. Shout out to them. You know, if our Celtics were bad right now, which they're not, they're very good. They're very hot right now. But if they were bad, I'd be jealous of the Cavs fans. But I'm not. But I'm happy for them. The Cavs, you know, I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched a single Cavs game this year. I, tr- you, I try. You know, they, they play weird. They play like, uh, not weird, if anything, traditional. They play a couple bigs out there. And they, they let their, their guards bigs play are around. Back. Bigs are so back. With yeah. the Cavs Mobley, and the Bulls. Yeah, Mobley, Allen, Love. Um, but you know, not to digress, I actually kind of want to go back to that Jeter thing for a second. Um, I don't hate the move of just having a team that makes money. But, like, everybody knows you're not trying to win. At least, like, pretend, right? Dude, if you're going to own a team that's not trying to make money, own it like a minor league team. Yeah. I mean, you, you may as well, like, put together some sort of concerted Effort, like I think right now it's like obviously all in on the making money part, but you can't like cut into your profits like ten percent, fifteen percent. Well, dude, I had a professor in school, and he would like literally go on rants about the Marlins. He like that's why he's he's like, please MLB institute a relegation system because he just wants the Marlins to be relegated. You can't you can't play like that. But you can. The rules will let you, but you can't. You shouldn't. That's that's American sport for you. Just you know, just Tank, put, but that's the thing. It's not even tanking. Yeah, because you don't. You, they're not like trying to get good. They're just they're, they're like being bad, and they have no desire to ever get good. They don't go sign free agents. Mm. They don't do anything. You couldn't even they really do that in. I don't think you could do that in other sports. Maybe football actually. But then again, like you, you'd get good draft picks. Yeah, I mean, like I think with baseball, like because that's the thing. Even if you get good draft picks, you still got to put in the effort to have a dynamite farm system in place to properly develop these kids. It's not like they can come in and immediately contribute like in other sports. I wonder what their attendance is like. I mean, I can tell you right now, they certainly don't fill the park. It's like this big-ass stadium in Miami. Nobody fucking goes. Hmm. We got to do something about that. 
Yeah, maybe, maybe that we'll buy the Marlins. Yeah, maybe, maybe let's just say it's on the let's radar. Let's put together now. a Dow. Let's just yeah, we should we'll every. Put, Put together a DAO to own to to purchase a stake in the Miami Marlins, where we can make a significant impact on their performance. There was a DAO that tried to get it. Uh, was a stake in the? I feel like it was the Bulls, but that can't be right. I think they were just trying to purchase a stake in a team in general. There's some. I think it was the Bulls. Yeah, I mean, but really, baseball fans, who I imagine are more fanatic about sports than NBA fans, they really should be the ones uniting. Put together this DAO of sorts. I mean, I mean hey, I don't, I don't think it'd be very much money. I, it'd probably be under a billion. And realist, and that'd be to buy the team outright, not even to get like a stake in it. I mean, if you had five percent stake in it, that's enough. I think Jeter had four percent. Right. Yeah. So if you, it should be a DAO that gets together to replace Jeter's stake. And really, what? So four percent of a billion is forty million or something like that. That doesn't sound hard to raise. You know, we've got twenty-eight point two. We got we've got almost thirty thousand followers on TikTok. Yep. All you guys listening, we all put up a grand. We're gonna start making some serious headway. You know, if we get the uh, the internet machine behind it, I think we might be able to save the Marlins. You know, I think get we it trending. It. I'm excited. Hashtag save the Marlins. We were looking for the next opportunity anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be one hell of a story. Imagine. Uh, but um, we were talking about the Cavs, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have much to say about them except I'm rooting Although for I them. will say they've kind of slipped in the standings. They're down to sixth. Well, good. It's because the seas are moving up. Yeah. Um, but I guess talking about LeBron... Um, We've said this multiple times. Don't necessarily need to repeat it, but obviously the, the Lakers are not good at the game of basketball right Terrible. now. Terrible. Um, what I will say, though, is it does kind of seem like the overall narrative around LeBron is shifting, um, that it's no longer about how many rings he's going to win. But if I'm LeBron, I'm talking about chasing Kareem. I mean, he's no longer getting criticized for losing. No, yeah. That he, went out the door when after his first season in L.A. Yeah. When they were, didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at this point, if I'm him... You know, he dropped 56 the other night. I might kind of keep trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like just start, just start uh, pat, stat padding? Kind of. I mean, He was an animal, though, the other night. Dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, his, his team around him is not good. And I think that he is realizing he don't realistically have that many years left. He's not, he's not far from Kareem, like, at all right now. Dude, it's just tough for me as a fan of LeBron because he really is still just so damn good. You put him on like any team that's in the top six of their conference right now, they're a contender. It's t- I mean, dude, it's like I just have a hard time believing that this Lakers team is somehow worse than that like 2018 Cavs team. You know, they're almost worse than the 2007 Cavs. I mean, AD just straight up doesn't play. Yeah. And I don't think I just a part of it, too, is like I don't think LeBron has the same desire to win. Maybe the team's just not hungry. Well, I, I just don't think he is like – I think he could – if he really wanted to, he could will this team to a 500 record. Mm-hmm. If you restarted the season, maybe a slightly above. But I just don't think like – I think 07 LeBron would do anything to win. And now, while he's still equally as talented, I think he sees the writing on the wall and he's like, why would I even fucking try? Well, because he, he's got a couple more years in him. And he's like, you know, if I go all in right now for us to just barely make the play-in, maybe I'll be gassed for next season. Well, dude, I honestly kind of see the way. Like, I, I see LeBron winning one more. I really do. And I think he'll win one more and he'll retire. Will you cry? I didn't cry when Brady retired. I yeah. don't think I'd cry when LeBron retired. No, I, I would not shed a single tear. But boy, would I be happy for him to get to five. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be damn cool. It would but be. if you know, AD sucks. He needs to figure it out. You know, I I just don't think they've got it in them. Um, but 
you know, speaking of former uh, and current LeBron teammates, Kyrie also uh, going off. He dropped 50 points on like over 75%. Was sick. You know, I kind of, ex- so Kyrie is, is pretty much my favorite player, more or less, or at least like was up there. Um, but what I have to say is that it does kind of seem like he's on a revenge tour a little bit. You know, he's been sitting around, you know, everybody, including us, had something to say. And, you know, now People he's... People slandering him for not getting the vax. Yeah, and, you know, in the end, he kind of won. I mean, I think he lost in many ways, but at the end, he's still playing ball. All these places are still lifted and paid. Still getting paid, you know. They're still going to make the playoffs. He's, he's going to be able to play some meaningful basketball, minus all the fluff. I think I think Kyrie's on top of the world right now. I think if the seeding shakes out correctly, I think we're looking at a Celtics next Nets conference finals. If the seeding shakes out right, I get behind that. I mean, and I think that would be a all-time series, and I, think I genuinely do. And I think we'd beat them. Yeah, that's when Tatum and Brown. Like, obviously, you know, we're homers. Um, that goes without saying. I, I think I would cry. If they win, <laughs> if we if we beat the oh, Nets yeah. in a seven game series, if we beat the Nets, I think we're taking down everybody in the West. Man, except the Suns, except the Warriors. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't know. I don't want to get that that far. Well, you know, we, a couple weeks ago we were in a completely different spot here. We were talking about how bad the seas were. Well, what's going dude, I on. I saw them play. I, I watched the whole fourth quarter of that Nets game on Sunday, and they looked like winners. Mm. They've they've always had the talent. Well, everybody's coming into their own. Rob Williams, a beast. Grant Williams playing well. Derek White is what we needed. Smart. Jalen. Do you see Smart? He Okay. You know, Smart's playing better, but he airballed like twice in that game. You know? Down I, the stretch. But, dude, LeBron, I mean, Jalen, Tatum, dude, they look like winners. Yep. Yep. Um, and I guess uh, I, I don't know what, what else you might have in the NBA, but my final point um, that is just an observation I've seen is uh, headbands are back. Headbands are back. The shorts are getting shorter. These teams are wearing their retro unis a lot. I think it's kind of making its way back to the 70s a little bit. Yeah. That's like, I feel like that's a general trend for everyone. Yeah. The long gone are the days of the, of the baggy shorts. In sports? Just in, in, on, in life. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think in general, shorts above the knee is, is the move. But no, yeah, it does seem, I mean, me, I'm a shorts above the knee guy. As you you have be. to be. You have, you to, have be. to be. You have, it's, there's a certain freedom that comes with it. Mm-hmm. It's the sound. You can't. I can't. You can't be walking around with cargos. You know that's well, the biggest thing. You know who told me that? Um, some. I think it was Connor Williams. It was like my freshman year of college. He said, "No, you listen to me." And I wasn't wearing cargo he shorts just w- at the time. He walked up to you and no, you really no, strong armed you there. No. So we were. We were <laughs> you, like. And you weren't wearing. We were, <laughs> we were like walking to the dining hall, and and some guy was walking around in cargo shorts. And, and Connor just starts chirping like, cargo embargo, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, obviously, you know, be comfortable in your own skin or, or whatever. You know, style is mostly about confidence. But it really begs the question, what does one need that many pockets for? Dude, you can fit a lot. <laughs> you can fit a... Yeah. Like, you know how much you can put in two regular pockets? And, and the butt included. If you add, yeah. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six versus two, why do you need three times the money? I mean, pocket? sometimes it's even eight. And you know, they're long cargos. I, I don't know much about math, per se. I think I'm pretty average, above, maybe above average at it. But, you know, three times the amount of pockets, if I'm going to add the inverse law to that, that's really like nine times as well, much volume. Well, you know you need what? that much volume? I, th- I think people use cargos because they don't like putting their wallet and their keys 
in like either the butt or side pockets. You reserve the lower pockets mm. for storage, and you keep the higher pockets just. Well, you shouldn't put your whatever. wallet in your back pocket. Actually, this is what I've learned. It, it might poorly affect your spine. Oh, it fucks me up. Yeah, I sit in my car for a long time. I like it hurts my sciatica. Yeah, so you want to not do that, but. Um, Damn, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, if you're wearing cargo shorts, I kind of think of, like, the jungle or something. Or, like, a, like a, a place that's with the, wildlife. The host on Survivor. He's he's the cargo king. Yeah, but even if, if, honestly, if I was him, I mean, surely it's hot, so I can't say, but I almost would welcome cargo pants over cargo shorts. No, he does wear cargo because pants. Because I wouldn't want my calves exposed to critters. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I forget where we got going on that. Oh, shorts, the, NBA, the NBA shorts, yeah, style. Headbands. headbands, yeah, headbands are back. Um, I like, you know, Adidas. I thought slacked a little bit on jerseys, just overall. Um, you know, they they had their homes in a ways and maybe an alternate, which is nothing wrong with that. But Nike is, you know, they've got some misses, but they got a lot of hits. Nike has a lot of misses. Yeah, they do. A lot but of misses. You know misses. what are really nice is those Celtics jerseys they're wearing on Sunday with the uh, white outlines. Yeah, are those yeah. new. Yeah. Well, the Celtics kind of pigeonhole themselves because there's not much change you can make with those. Well, it always has to be subtle, clean. Some changes. of the jerseys that Nike's done for the Celtics have been god awful. Oh yeah, yeah. But whatever they were wearing on Sunday looked damn good. Yeah, I agree. Um, but that's sports. Um, well, I guess the one thing after that game, Kyrie was like, what do you think about... Somebody asked him, what do you think about getting booed in TD? And he was like, it's probably going to happen every time I come here. Um, you can't go in front of the whole stadium and say, if you'll have me, I intend to come back. And that obviously things up. change. Obviously things change. Um, you know, I think Celtics fans probably should get over it to an extent. I mean, be the, the bigger guy here. That being said, you can't you can't say that to us. We really hope you know, for the best. These are guys. You got to understand this thing about Celtics fans. Whatever people want to say, we're hungry for eighteen. We, we <laughs> we're, we're thirsty for it. We're dying for it. The seventeen was so long ago. We really just fourteen we, years. It, we want eighteen like we need oxygen. So when you promise us that you're gonna come here, we just think eighteen. You know, and so we're booing you because we thought you were gonna be hoisting the trophy, dude. Um, I just remember listening to the radio like the day after he was stomping on the logo. Mm. And you had these towny callers calling in the WDEI as if, like, it was like a reaction to 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they were, like, ready to go, like, pull up to Kyrie's house and straight up, like, murder him, hang him. Those people, one, need to take a chill pill, but two, you know, he had some good years and a lot of things didn't work out overall, yeah. you know? Celtics yeah. fans get bad reps because of stuff like that. Calling WEI all angry. Those radio folks. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, anybody who's sitting around calling in live radio all the time is quite the, fo- the person. I've thought about it. I've, I'll, I've thought about it. I mean, if, the, if it's the things where, you know, if, if I'm driving around and I hear an opinion that's, like, you know, interesting enough, maybe. Because driving around, to me, kind of implies boredom. I'm usually bored when I'm driving. I don't find driving fun anymore. Yeah. Especially in the city of Boston. Let me go on a rant, actually. It has nothing to do with much. But why is there a stop sign or a light every 500 feet in this city? Like, I, think, I think that's every city for you, man. Um, it is terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I mean, in, honestly, in my opinion, like, it, to be licensed, to me, should mean you should kind of always be able to operate. And this is obviously not true. But you should kind of be able to operate with a little bit of autonomy where it's like, you know, you make sure the, the coast is clear and you keep your car pushing. The fact that you st- it stops. It doesn't make sense. Every, yeah. it's well, like, what are you protecting us not from? Not to really go on a rant, but why do we stop at red lights when nobody is around? Yeah. Well, oh, like just like uh, the psychology of it all? Yeah. You mentioned if this. If it's yeah. 4 a.m., 
at a four-way intersection, and it's a red light, why do you stop? If I was in charge, I would rescind that rule. Why should you have to stop? At least give me a flashing red. Yeah, it's true. It should be flashing reds when there's no traffic whatsoever. Like, dude, am I a pussy for full stop at a red light when there's no one around? Like, Why not just go? Foot on the brake, going nowhere, patiently waiting for it to turn green. When you could have just... Rolled right through it. No Could be as much as two minutes of your time lost. You never get that back. You were just sitting in a time red light. Time is precious. Time is the only thing you never get back. Think about all the time we're wasting in traffic. All right, let's let's uh, wrap this up with some other news, though. Um, I think we're. You know, this is a weird episode for us. We're both in socks. I feel weird. Well, I was gonna put my shoes on because I remember one time you were like, "Put shoes on." Not like that. It, it but looks weird. Sometimes our, our our feet creep their way into the camera. But the way that thing is, it doesn't look like it would be. Yeah, but you know, but every, it, every it now also, and then you get a, a, a toe. Yeah, come yeah. Up. You should be comfortable. That's kind of like the work from home thing, though. You should be able to, you know, go sock, go shoeless. Oh, actually, a weird thing about me really going on a tangent here. If we're like working, right? I, I I like and I'll shower. I'll like put on normal clothes and I'll put shoes on. It makes me feel like I'm like doing something complete, you know. I can't get behind that. I don't. If, if anything, I like really rarely wear shoes. I need new shoes. I, do, I feel weird without shoes on sitting at the desk. Yeah. It makes me feel like I'm a slob. Maybe with my hefty tax uh, refund, I'll go get a nice my, pair of my shoes. Sh- half my shoes are ripped. I yeah. definitely need to get some new oh, yeah, shoes. The stupid Adidas ones I wear again. Okay, okay. Tangent, 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 tangent. McDonald's, Coca-Cola, and you know some coffee company, maybe Starbucks, I don't know, has pulled out of Russia or whatever. They're, they're taking a stand. Right. Um, I don't have much to say necessarily, but what I will say is I almost would have, if I was trying to inflict um, pressure or make maybe conditions worse for the folks over there, not that it's their fault, um, but if I was going to try to make things worse, I would actually keep McDonald's there. I would almost ask them to stay, open more spots, and roll back some of their health and safety protocols or... Bring back supersize. Lay on the the unhealthiness. Yeah, you know, I mean, make them fat. Load those soldiers up with some Big Macs. Yeah, bring bring back the. I mean, I I don't remember supersize. I certainly remember. I never. I I don't think I ever like saw someone order a supersize, but I have seen supersize me. I've seen yeah, I've seen the the documentary. Which looking back on it, you Fucking know, gross. That guy thinks he proved a point. I mean, I guess he maybe raised awareness, but did you really prove a point, buddy? You didn't ate you McDonald's really every. How long wasn't it? How long was that? I want to say a, a month, but I also could be convinced it was a year. It but definitely, it definitely was not a year. year. I think yeah. it was thirty days. Yeah. Um, but here's my thing: by 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 pulling out of Russia, what does that mean? Did they just like close all their locations, stop sending things there? Yeah. So I think they still pay their employees. They just like close their shops or whatever. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, yeah, bring back the the gigantic sodas. Well, you know, I actually saw it. Russia accounts for nine percent of McDonald's business. That's, that's no, that's no small hit. No, that's that's a hit and a half right that's there. That's probably like several billions. How, right? how big of a business do you think McDonald's is? Do they like, not make billions of dollars? I have no clue. Surely they make billions of dollars. Nine percent of dude, they have totally a lot of money. It probably look it, it up because yeah. now I'm curious. Yeah, dude, that's a twenty-one billion dollar business. Uh, that's their revenue. Yeah. Oh, so nine percent of that like is like almost two, two million. million. Yeah, two million. Wow. Two billion. Two billion. Yeah. Wow. Making a stand Good for McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um but what I was going to say, too, is this is the, the I just saw, got this tweet. The 2020s can't get any worse, I don't think. But that's not true because they continually get worse. So basically, apparently Axios is reporting that later this spring, spiders the size of a child's hand are going to, quote, invade the East Coast and drop from the sky 
or something like that. I mean, that's like the, the cicadas or whatever they're always talking about, the, the horde. But this sounds more threatening. So an invasive species of spiders the size of a child's hand is expected to colonize the entire East Coast this spring by parachuting down from the sky. Is that a joke? And like, I didn't read the article, so I'd love to hear the nuance of it all. But boy, is that a headline, huh? They're called large Joro spiders. Millions of them are expected to begin ballooning up and down the East Coast as early as May. Researchers have determined that the spiders can tolerate cold weather but are harmless to humans as their fangs are too small to break skin. Oh, okay. We're chilling then. Dude, I don't want to be looking at spiders the size of small baby's hand. So I mean, I guess that's really not that big. Little kid's hands are tiny. Oh, it's at a baby's hand? Oh, okay. So Child hand. Oh, so we're being alarmists here. They're actually slightly bigger than normal Threat spiders. Level. Andy Davis of the author study and a researcher at George's Autumn, blah, 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 tells Axios that it isn't certain how far north the spiders will travel, but they may make it as far north as D.C. or Delaware. So, Oh, oh, we're chilling. Yeah, we're chilling. We may be chilling but up here But those people who live over there, isn't it like, you know, it's more or less that's already kind big. of a... Oh, that is a... That's a relatively big spider, but harmless. Harmless altogether. But that's why we... Uh, you know, we keep our eyes peeled for those sorts of things. They are bright yellow, black, blue, and red, and can grow up to three you inches. You ever feel bad about the death of insects? No. No? I, I don't. I don't really, but sometimes I think about it, and I'm like, why did I just kill that bug? Like, it really made no material difference to my life. <sighs> yeah, but, you know. You know, it's your space is what it's about. It's territorial, you know? We don't go in their space. I mean, arguably we do. We're everywhere in their space. Look at all these buildings. Yeah, but we're not in the ground. No, it's true. We we should be though. I don't know why we're not. We're everywhere else. I don't know why we're not in the oceans. This rants aside, we're going on some tangents. But just today. just to wrap it up on some randomness though, uh, Pete Davidson's going to space. Yeah, he's going to the moon. I don't know if he's going to the moon, but he's going to space. It says moon. He's not going to the moon. He's going. <laughs> he's going probably a couple miles like up in the sky, which is effectively space. Like that's very high up there. He'll probably get a nice view, maybe be weightless he's for a little the, bit. He's doing the stray hand trip. Blue Origin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that Bezos? That's Bezos, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, it's funny because um, I like to think of events in in context, you know, in a bigger picture. And so if, if Pete Davidson's getting to go to space now, I mean, I'm sure he's an A-list celebrity. I don't know much about him necessarily. Is he A-list? You think he's A-list? By association, at the I very feel least. like he was B list until very recently. Okay, so let's say he's B plus or okay, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? He, um, you know, if he's going to go to space, that means a lot of people are going to get to go to space eventually. It, if I mean twenty, if in twenty twenty two, Pete Davidson's going to space. Think about how many people are going to have been in space by twenty thirty two. You want to go to space? I know it. I do, and the tickets right now are like four hundred grand, which isn't four hundred k. Which and it's not even really space. It's, just, it's, it's fake a, it's space. It's fake space. It's a glorified airplane yeah, flight. It's exactly, but you know, I'm surely that'll go down. Where you know, if God willing, we live a long, healthy life. You know, 60, 2050? At, at sixty five. Oh, who knows the state of the planet at that point? <laughs> Yeah, might just have to go to space for a nice retreat from all the other woes. You know, maybe the 2030s will be glorious. The 2020s, I don't have hope for at this point. I'm I'm banking on 25, 2025 will be a being a nice a nice turnaround. Yeah, I think the latter half of this decade will be go quite swimmingly. <laughs> Fingers crossed. That's yeah. a good pleasant way to end it, huh? Yeah. Long episode. It was long. We we really rambled. Yeah. Because, you know, that's, that's the nature of this time of year. There's not much sports. Is there. Ethan still editing these? Yep, it's still Ethan. Shout out Ethan. Yeah, Shout out he's, Ethan. He's wading through our BS. <laughs> Ethan, I need you to uh, put a, one of those um, 
what, what do they call it? Uh, profanity sounds over all this guy's dirty words. You know, I don't say that many dirty words. Yeah. Um, but all right. That's all right. thanks for everyone who stuck around. Giannis, yep. thank you. Yep. <laughs> Shout out Giannis. Peace. <laughs>